had to drop this to open things up because this is the only positive thing I've come across in the past couple of days. Shout out to Childish Gambino. New single on iTunes, Me and Your Mama. Dude's about to be the biggest star in the world. Me and my boy Aaron Peter were discussing that the other day. Donald Glover is posed, posed, poised. I don't know. I don't know English right now. It's early for me because I've been driving all day. What's going on, guys? It's Quincy Johnson the second. Uh, call it what you want. Subliminal, supplemental, side note, sidebar. This is the Side Chick Podcast. Q Jones is back in L.A. getting ready to make magic happen and tape his uh, half-hour submission for Comedy Central. We can't be together at the moment, but, you know, he's always here in spirit telling me I ain't shit, so I appreciate that. Where was I? Yeah, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. Dude is killing the game on every level. Minus stand-up comedy, but, you know, we, we, we can't all be perfect. <laughs> but he's, uh, he's posed right now, poised. I keep saying posed. I don't understand what's going on. I'm fucking, I got road lag. I'm in Texas, by the way, not in L.A. I just drove from Los Angeles to College Station, Texas, to catch my mom before she left town. In town for the Houston Come and Take It Festival. If you hear this within the next couple days, come out to the secret group, Houston Come and Take It Festival. I'm all over the place, but guess what? It's a podcast. We can uh, do that. But yeah, Donald Glover, about to be young Lando Calrissian. He's killing the game acting, freestyles and rap, and just music in general off the chain. Dude's going to be the biggest star in the world. He was almost black Spider-Man. What more can you ask for? You know what I mean? So shouts out to him. Me and your mama can't stop listening to this song. And believe me, I needed something positive because the world, as we've already discussed multiple times on multiple podcasts and in many tweets and posts, is going crazy. I'm going to start off by saying this. If you wear a safety pin and you feel that that makes you an ally, I'm not telling you what to do and what not to do. I'm getting straight at you because I just need to be real with you. Your safety pin doesn't mean shit to me and the majority of the people that I know who it's supposed to mean something to. Now, hey, I'm sorry that you didn't get a participation ribbon as a kid and you feel that you need to be included. Congratulations to you. But my question is this. Where was your symbol when Philandro Castillo got, uh, got shot? Where was your symbol for Alton Sterling? Where was your fucking symbol when Tamir Rice got gunned down in, in the park? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Where was your symbol when Trayvon Martin got shot? Or were you too busy trying to figure out if standing your ground was actually a thing somebody should do? Believe me, I, I thank you for your effort, but I need your effort to be more than a fucking pen. If you feel like, oh, well, I need you to understand that uh, you can come and talk to me and I'm a safe haven and a safe place. I don't give a fuck about a safe place. I shouldn't have to have a safe place. I'm an American citizen just like you, you elitist piece of shit. Everybody wants to sit down and say, well, I'm doing this because it's the right thing to do and they did it in Brexit. We're not in Britain. I don't give a fuck about Brexit. I'm trying to make it to breakfast. You feel me? That's the hackiest joke I'll do all day. I don't know why I just said it again. Blame anything hacky I say on road lag, okay? Blame it on my mind, not my heart. But everybody wants to wear a pin, and all of a sudden they think racial harmony is now a thing. This is this is this is tantamount to Starbucks writing uh talk race or whatever or race mat whatever they were writing on their cups that got them into a whole bunch of trouble because they were trying to get you to talk about race over your latte like fucking idiots. And I know it was a boardroom full of white people that came up with this idea because no black dude number one wants to talk about race before his coffee, let alone while he's having it. Can we be real about the situation? But no, again I get it. We this is the the generation that's really like really really big on this idea of we need a symbol are the same guys who got letterman jackets and rode the bench. We need to understand something people. We are all the same 
in terms of human existence. But this country, let alone all the other countries in the world, we're not, I don't even have enough information. I'm not a historian. So I'm not going to get deep into the levels of other countries in this world. But this country, the United States of America, this country was built on discrimination, bigotry, misogyny, sexism, and hatred. That's what made this country great, according to uh, uh, the history books. From slavery to uh, internment camps to women's suffrage, all these things are what we pat ourselves on the back about when we look at the great history of this country. The Industrial Revolution was built on the backs of immigrants, blacks, and poor whites, while rich people just sat back and had parties like the Great Gatsby. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you want to wear a symbol? Congratulations to you. But I want you to actually actively do something. And actively doing something doesn't mean, hey, I'm at this protest. Check out my snaps. You shouldn't have to have you shouldn't have to post everything you do on social media in order to feel like you accomplished something. Just go fucking accomplish something. I'm not telling you not to be active. This is not me saying don't be an ally. Be an ally. Please be an ally. But at the time of being, when the, when the time comes to be an ally, I don't want you pointing at your pen like I did my part. Just go do something. And when you do it, don't look for credit for it. Don't look for a pat on the back. Help somebody out. I look at it like this. If you are a, a Boy Scout, right? And you need to get a, uh, a merit badge. Say your merit badge is community service or whatever. And you have to help an old lady get her groceries. And you do that. And your scoutmaster witnesses it. And you get your badge. And then you never help another old lady with her groceries again. Who gives a fuck? But there's a kid out there who can't be a scout because he doesn't have a, uh, the money or the time to, to go to uh, uh, meetings and be part of that social group but he helps people out and old women with their groceries every chance he gets and he'll never get a merit badge and that's the kid i'm fucking with in the future you know what i'm saying that's the person who's gonna make this country actually be great after this bullshit we're about to go through for the next four years so yeah wear your pen all you want but don't expect me or anybody that i know because i haven't met anybody that's not white who fucks with the safety pen like that and if you say well it's not meant for you if you don't feel threatened no i feel threatened i feel i've felt threatened since the first time i was slammed down on a police car when i was 14 years old so no i know what threatened feels like but when I got slammed on that police car, I looked up at the individual doing it, and he was wearing a badge, a, a symbol as well. It was called a police badge. And I, I was taught to look at that badge with respect and understand that those were the people that were there to protect me. But that's not what he was doing at the time. And am I sitting here saying that all cops are bad? No, I don't think all cops are bad. But do I go into any situation dealing with anyone, let alone police officers or just somebody in a public setting and think that person has my best interest at heart? No, I don't. I let their actions speak for themselves, not the symbol they put on their fucking chest. There you go. I let your actions speak. If you got my back, I'm with you. If you don't, well, then we have an issue to deal with. Went out to the to the protest. The uh, high, the the grade school kids in my neighborhood in downtown Los Angeles all did a walkout to protest Donald Trump. And I went out there, handed them out waters, shook their hands, told them I was proud of them. But I also thanked those officers that were there watching those kids because number one, they were not there harassing, they were not there bullying. They were there to make sure the kids stayed safe and didn't get out of control, stayed out of the street and did not uh, uh, get interfered with anybody who had an ax to grind because kids were blocking traffic and may have tried to run them over or hit them or whatever. So I thank those officers, too, because they were doing their job. I didn't thank them for anything else because all I was looking at was that one situation, those actions right there. Now, in my mind, those are the good guys. 
until they do something fucked up and then we have to deal with that situation but i'm not making the presumption that they will do something fucked up and i'm not making the presumption that they're gonna be great i'm just going by what i saw at that time thank them shouts out to those kids too man they were they were they were wired up i appreciate them made my heart swell but they but okay let's just let's just flip gears real quick the kids walked out because everybody right now is walking out protesting donald trump and his soon-to-be administration and i'm going to tell you right now i'm never going to call him president you will never hear the words president and that man's name come out of my mouth if you do i've done way too many drugs and i need to go to rehab i've called i've got a new name for him i'm going to call him oj that's his new name orange jesus because right now white people are treating him like he can do no wrong first of all the republican alt-right whatever you want to call him however you want to categorize him the white people in this country who voted for Donald Trump looked past his racism, his Islamophobia, his misogyny, his bigotry, his sexism, fucked up legal past. They looked past all of that and still saw someone they thought could be a good candidate. So now if you look past all of that and think this reality TV show star who hasn't paid taxes in 15 years because he's a savvy businessman, you look past all of that and still decided to elect him, you can't get mad when fucking uh, the apocalypse starts. And when I say the apocalypse, I'm not saying, oh, uh, nuclear weapons gonna rain out of the sky. He's not trying to destroy the world. He can't make money with a destroyed world, okay? Everybody thinks this is a goddamn movies. Oh, it's gotta be this way or either this way. Those are the only two options. No, there's a, there's a, a ton of fucked up scenarios that can take place under this administration and he is going to be the catalyst behind them orange jesus man call him oj oj trump he just elected a white supremacist as his chief strategist and now white people are again trying to backpedal and go well no he's not a white supremacist he has white supremacist ties that's different it's not different i hate to be tit for tat and saying this but what if barack obama were be was running for president right now or hell eight years ago barack obama runs for president tells you you can grab women by the pussy has ties to black supremacist groups who feel that all other races are inferior hadn't paid taxes for 15 years are you really going to sit here and tell me in your right mind he would have still won that election? Even in, 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 a, in a fantasy scenario, you can't put this on PlayStation and he get elected. And you created the character. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's impossible. But you're going to sit here and go, well, it's still not that bad. Okay, how about the fact that a man who was just elected as the president of these United States didn't even know he had to staff the fucking White House? He's spending more time sending out 140 character tweets to talk about his administration than he is putting the fucking administration together. He sent out a tweet the other day that says, everybody's wondering who's going to be in my cabinet. Only I know who the finalists are. Did you just fucking say finalists? You think this is a beauty competition and you're the belle of the fucking ball? You're about to run what is supposed to be the greatest country on this planet and you are making it a circus, a sideshow. I love the interview that uh, uh, that was, it was not even an interview. It was just the reports of his conversations with uh, Vladimir Putin, where Putin and him came to an understanding that we won't get involved in each other's domestic situations. Meaning now, if Russia does some fucked up shit, we won't get involved with it because we have a, a, a understanding of his, of that man's great leadership and he won't get involved with ours because there's a good chance some civil war type shit is going to pop off here. I don't know exactly what. I'm not saying somebody's going to try to invade our border. But if he starts to build this fucking wall, which 
uh, as I talked with Adam Todd Brown about, he can do. And in the process, he can help bankrupt an economy, not only here in America, but also cripple the economy in Mexico. Some shit is going to pop off. So, yeah, y'all keep letting know. OK, I'm going to I really need to because I've had time to, to I've had time to think about this. I've had time to ponder over this. And I really want to know, is this you guys getting back at us for making you fire Paula Dean? Because Paula Dean said one racist thing and she lost a, a, a cooking, a food network empire. Is that what it is? So we, you were like, we'll show you. You made us lose biscuits and gravy. So we're going to put an orange Jesus in the White House. Congratulations, guys. You did it. You, you've made America the laughing stock of the world. Any corrupt nation that we were trying our best to deal with while Barack Obama or hell, any other president was in office up until this point is now looking at us licking their chops because they know we don't have the leadership in place to do anything besides cower or throw money at our military to make it strong again. Yay. What are we going to do? Reinstate, reinstate the draft? Is that what's going on? Because the, the, the problem is every time we have that, that talk about reinstating the draft and the person in charge of, of doing it, Number one, they either never served in the military or their kids are old enough that they won't be eligible to be in the draft anyway. So they got nothing to fucking worry about. I will. New Star Wars is coming out in December. Let's focus on that, you know? NES just NES just dropped a, uh, a, I'm sorry, Nintendo just dropped a classic NES with 20 games on the system for like 80 bucks. And everybody's like, yay, I got some throwback thing to take my mind off of hell in, on, on earth. It's all about distractions, man. Tupac gonna drop a new album. Watch. They somehow, Suge Knight is gonna get out of jail. Tupac is gonna drop a new album. The black community is gonna go crazy and everybody's not gonna pay attention for a second. That's all it's gonna be. I don't even know why I said Tupac. I should have said Biggie. I don't know who's alive right now. I don't keep up anymore. I stopped listening to trap music and I only listen to like old out. Right now I'm, I'm stuck on listening to old Outkast CDs because that's pretty much all I can do listen to to make sense right now. So, uh, old outcast cds new childish gambino single and a couple of mixtapes that's it a couple of dj mixes i don't know how to distract I, I i turned off social media because it was nothing but fear and disgust on my timeline but there's nothing we can do about it now we here man we we got what six weeks left in 2016 and then we go into 2017 and who knows what's gonna happen this isn't even me being uh i'm not being negative i just I don't know. There, when Barack got elected, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I did not automatically have like a, a, a pontification of, of dire circumstances. I didn't look at it and go, oh, shit, what's going to happen next? This could go real bad real fast. Was he the greatest president we've ever had? No. Was he the worst? Not by a long shot. Was he a politician trying to play both sides against the middle to keep everybody happy, but also make sure his legacy wasn't tainted by corruption or scandal? Yeah, because that's what our that's what our political system is set up as. Guys, look at the way the world is right now. Technology has advanced to a point of science fiction. We got cars that drive themselves. We got drones. We got telecommunication technology like Star Wars where you can talk on a screen and Skype to somebody across the world. We got everything is evolving. Everything is getting in tune with the times. I can record this podcast mobily, upload it to you, and you can download it in your home. We are progressing into the future. Do you know what hasn't fucking progressed? Education and politics. Education 
education, the main thing that's supposed to train our youth to 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 guide to guide them into the future, to keep moving to forward and beyond. Education is the exact same it's always been. Books, fucking 17 kids in the classroom, raise your hand to speak, ask permission to go to the bathroom. You have to follow these rules and study this bullshit that we decided was best for you and take a standardized test. Yay, education. Our electoral college was established in the fucking, what, 20s? I don't even know, 18 something? I don't even, I didn't even look it up. I know it's old as fuck. I know that Montana has 11 electoral votes and they had 800,000 people vote or some shit like that. And there's 800,000 people in Silver Lake in California. So, so there's enough people in a small part of Los Angeles to equal the exact same amount of people in a giant fucking empty dirt state, but they have more say than that little section. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the bullshit. Don't fact check any of these numbers. I'm just riffing off the top of my head right now trying to figure out what I'm going to do in the next six weeks to enjoy the remainder of what I feel will be normalcy in my life the best I can. 2016 has been a good year, man. I had a great time. 2017? Hey, man, one day at a time, and I hope I don't catch more ulcers than I should, you know? I'm getting old now. I'm in my third. I'm in my mid-30s. Isn't that some shit? I'm in my mid-30s. All good, though. You guys let OJ in the White House. Are spray tans tax, tax deductible now? That's what I want to know. Like, what type of re- rich white guy bullshit is going to be tax deductible? Uh, is Trump Tower going to be like a government insta- installation now? Will Trump Tower in Vegas be able, will, will, will they have gambling? You know what I'm saying? Like, what type of thing, what type of strings are going to be pulled to make Trump even more money while he's in the White House? And if, you, if you're an individual, and this is a total fucking side note because it just popped back into my head. If you're a person who was like, I voted for Trump because he's a real American. He knows what's going on. It was commendable when he said he wasn't going to take his presidential salary. Who gives a shit? He's a billionaire. Oh, a billionaire didn't want a little fucking government salary? Oh, wow, that makes him qualified to run the country. No, that just makes him a dude who doesn't want to actually pay for, uh, taxes on something. If he takes a private, if he keeps his money private, he can do whatever he wants to and fucking fudge the numbers. If he starts taking those government checks, they're going to start looking in the books. Trump sat back and ran on a campaign of hatred. Now, is he as hateful as he projected in that campaign? Probably not. I've never met the dude, but he does qualify all minorities as his and my because he likes to show ownership over things he deems less less than himself. But the problem with his entire white supremacist platform is that now he's given confidence and he's given motivation to those individuals who politically correct society was starting to quell politically pc society doesn't make racist stop being racist but it doesn't allow them to flaunt that flag freely back to the beginning of this call back to fucking dealing with symbols we are a country that loves symbols there are people right now living in oregon and california and fucking montana with confederate flags waving from their pickup trucks because they feel it's a symbol of when this country stood for something and that just means they are idiots who think that they're better than anybody who doesn't have white skin and no, if you're sitting here saying that the Confederate flag wasn't about white supremacy, you were fighting to, to, to secede from a union that told you you couldn't own black people anymore. I don't give a fuck how you try to qualify it. That's white supremacist bullshit. 
And I know it's somebody else's joke, but it still stands the test of time. You live in the North. What the fuck are you wearing or, or wearing or flying a Confederate flag for? You just, you're so dumb you don't get how stupid you actually are. If you're up in fucking the uh, uh, Humboldt or, or the Ventura or wherever in California, anywhere in California, and you're flying a Confederate flag, why don't you pack up your shit, move to Alabama, and be with your own kind? We love symbols in this country, man. We love them. I honestly believe we won't put any more states into our union because 50 looks good on the flag. 51 would throw things off. We won't expand as a nation simply because we don't want to redesign some shit. Eh, it's all good. OJ will figure out how to how to really uh, take over the world, you know? Or we'll just, you know, wall ourselves in, kill each other to the point where we are, uh, we are no longer a great nation uh, built around the idea, the idea, I say that loosely, built around the idea of freedom or the idea of pursuing the quote-unquote American dream and finding a better way for your family. We don't want that anymore, do we? We want it to be a nation where you can feel racially and nationally superior to all other nations without having to back it up. We wall ourselves in. We can just say we're great and there's nothing you can do to tell us we're not because we're walled in. This is Al Bundy in the fucking high school football game all over again. We just want to keep telling ourselves we scored four touchdowns in a game. Doesn't matter if the game has changed or if the athletes are faster or if they're smarter or better or more in or have more ingenuity. We scored those four touchdowns, so we were the greatest. That's all you need, baby. That's all you need. I'm doing the pose right now because I fucking love that show. Shouts out to uh, Ed O'Neill. <laughs> oh, man. What's going to happen next is my question. Trump's administration, which, by the way, Trump has zero control over at this point. Trump's administration and the people who are using it as their fucking tentpole for racist and evil motivations, they're just trying to get away with any and everything they can right now. Supposedly, they're, they're going to start the construction on the, the wall across the Mexican border without congressional approval. They're just going to do it. Because supposedly you can't stop them. You can't even build an NFL stadium in a city without fucking approval. But they're just going to start building a wall across the border. This is amazing to me. And now the piece de resistance of all of this bullshit to start things off, they want to start another registry for anyone flying in from a Muslim country. A registry. They want to start an Amazon wish, wish list of Muslims. You know what I'm saying? There's, and you're, if you sit here and say, well, that's going to help fight terrorism. No, it won't. It won't at all. You can't sit back and deem Muslim countries as terrorists because terrorists have come from all countries. Nobody, nobody's sitting here saying, well, now that uh, Russia has claimed that they're hacking the United States and, and leaking secrets, they're not sitting back saying, hey, we need to make sure no Russians get in this country because we love vodka and white women too much. And Russia is like fucking stuffed with both of those things. How many terror attacks have happened in, in Paris? We're not sitting here saying, well, Paris is now a terrorist country because they've had a lot of terrorist activity. No, we're not doing that. We're pointing the finger at the one at one thing that's mostly brown people. Let's be honest. And it's one of the biggest religions in this world, if not the biggest. Again, don't fact check my numbers. Some of this stuff I know and the rest of it I'm trying to figure out as I go. But if you're going to sit here and say, well, we we're going to deem which country is Muslim and has Muslim ties and therefore they have terrorist ties. And now we have to have those people register to enter this country. This is the dawn of the young Nazi party, man. I got friends who are Muslim. I got friends who have Muslim parents. You're sitting here telling me they can't travel or they're going to be looked at suspiciously simply because they practice a religion. 
What if what if somebody were to tell you you couldn't go into their country because you're a Christian or you're a Catholic because Catholics are child molesters. So we have to have you register. You, we make. Yeah, you're a registered child defender because. Uh, a child, yeah, you're a registered sex offender in this country because you practice this religion. You need to register before you can enter Holland. You motherfuckers would have a fit. I'm pretty sure there have been way more child molestation cases than terror attacks based on religion. So therefore, we need to keep an eye on all these Catholics as they travel the world. I'm not going to ask anybody why they support them. I'm not. I don't care anymore. I don't care why they support them. But if you start to if you can also sit here and say you support all of the fallout from his election, then you are you're a sick individual. We don't even need to speak. There have been 200 more than 200 reported hate crimes since Trump's election. Now, do I know all of them are true? No, I wasn't there. Could some of them have been faked or staged? Sure, people like attention. But if you're going to sit here and try to discount all the hate crimes that actually did happen because a few or some or maybe hell, fuck it, I'll give you I'll give you credit for half if you're a skeptic. Half of them were staged or faked? Fuck you because you can't this is the same thing as looking past Trump's bullshit to get him elected. You can't sit back and look past a hundred hate crimes because a hundred weren't real. There were still a hundred fucking hate crimes. They're spray, they're spray painting swastikas on walls. Their kids, little white kids are yelling, build that wall as Latino kids cry in school. And you just go, oh, they'll be fine. I don't know the mentality of anybody else. I can only think from my perspective. I can ask questions to gain perspective, which is what I do when I don't understand something. But this is not the time for me to try to understand shit. I don't want to understand this. I want to see what happens when shit really starts to hit the fan and all of these allies and all of these conservatives who thought this was a good idea you guys have to look at each other in the eyes and go what the fuck do we do next the chief strategist of the incoming oj presidency is a white supremacist a mayor in west virginia just had to step down because she's congratulating a woman for calling michelle obama a monkey in high heels and if you and here let me give you some perspective because you maybe you don't think that's a big deal maybe you think oh she said one bad thing and okay look if she is willing to congratulate and say you made my day to a tweet about michelle obama being a monkey in high heels and she's in a position of power within that state within whatever city she's in right if that's the person who is in charge Imagine all the policy or all the decisions she made that could have been or possibly were. Again, I'm not there. I don't know all of all of the details, but could have had racial connotation simply because she thinks that the president's wife, because she's black and isn't beautiful and is a monkey. So what if there's a, a inner city school that needs funding or a library or new computers and she's the person who gets to sign off on that? Well, th those monkeys don't need computers. They don't need keyboards. Everybody wants to look at one bad thing and go, well, that's where the bad shit started. No, that's just where it came to public view. It's always fucking been there and it's always influenced the decision making. This isn't a video game where this isn't fucking uh, this isn't a video game where you get to make a good choice all the way up until the end. And then you want to see the alternate ending. No, the bad shit's been going on the entire time. It's just been hidden from plain view. But now it's out in the open, man. It's out in the open and we all got to deal with it. I like to keep I'm going to keep it short because, again, me talking for an hour, I don't even entertain myself that much. And plus, I got to go drive to Austin now and try to go perform and make people laugh. 
and not do uh, political material because I hate talking politics, let alone talking it on stage, trying to make it funny. That's just not my brand of humor. But look, if you're out there and I've talked to a couple of the homies already, tweets and, and conversations and texts and emails, if you're out there and you're surrounded by hatred, you're surrounded by bigotry, do not let that affect you. Don't let it sway your decision making. Don't let it make you anything less than who you are. Be you. Spread peace. Spread unity. Spread love. That's the best you can do. You can do that. You don't need a fucking pen on your ch- on your arm. You don't need a bumper sticker on your car. Just be a better human being than the bullshit you're surrounded by. And you will do your part to make the world a better place. You can't erase 500 years of oppression and sexism and misogyny and bigotry overnight. You can't do it with a tweet. You can't do it with a petition. You can't do it with a fucking Huffington Post reposting on your Facebook page. It's a lifetime of work, man. It doesn't stop simply because you're tired. It doesn't stop simply because you're outnumbered. You don't have to be a gunslinger for, for, for social justice. You don't have to go in there, bang, bang, shooting everybody up. You can just go in there, and when you see some bad shit happening, you can Do your part to correct it. Somebody's being picked on. Hey, I'm going to take you to the side. Let's talk. Let's get away from this negative influence. That's not running. That's called working to be a better person. You sitting at a bar and you hear some folks saying some terrible things. Hey, man, you don't need that language. If they fucking because it happens all the time, especially in white bars. I'm down here in Texas. I saw it uh, last night. Guys just want to use the N word and talk shit. And if you're outnumbered, they feel like they can bully you. They can't touch you. They can't. This ain't the movies. Ain't nobody breaking a bottle over your head. Ain't nobody jumping you. Hey, man, that language ain't necessary. You know what? Close my tab. I don't need to patronize a place like this if this is the type of clientele you have. You'll never see my money again. And anybody I know down here will never get my money again. But if this is the type of establishment you want to have, hey, man, yelp them. White people, you like to yelp. Yelp the fuck out of them and tell the truth. Y'all let bigots up there drink and talk shit. Start. Do it that way. Affect somebody's pocket. Don't fucking try to throw social justice in their face. Affect their pockets. We live in in a society right now where money speaks louder than any other language. Hit them where it really hurts. You can insult me all you want and call me names, but if I take money out your pocket, then you really have a problem. There'll be more to this. I don't know. Uh, I got to log off. Again, I love each and every one of you individually. Uh, this will be going up. Come out if you're in Houston, Texas. I'm putting I'm putting this up probably tonight, which is Wednesday. The let me look at the day here, the 16th or probably the 17th in the morning. If you're in Houston, Texas, and you hear this, please come out to the Come and Take It Festival. We drinking, we laughing, we having a good time. Uh, y'all are loved. Peace out.